If you have been trying diet techniques, different things to lose weight and to change your eating habits and nothing has worked, it hasn't been possible for you to hold it over time, you have to listen to this episode. You will hear how I did change my eating habits in a comfortable way, being consistent over time, more importantly, how you could do it and how this could be comfortable and, and totally flexible to you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome to another episode of Shaking Angles. And here we are in another episode of Shaking Angles. Today, we'll be discussing how I did change my eating habits and how you can do it. My name is Nayret Mesones, and I'm honored for you choosing this space to get some ideas. Let's get started. For long periods, I have consistently maintained healthy eating habits. And I wonder, how have I been eating healthy for so long when it usually is that tough? Why does it seem easy to me, but it's not? And let's stick it on it. The first interesting point is, it's been a long journey for me. A journey of more than 10 years. It's been slow. It hasn't been rushed or pressured by anything. It hasn't been perfect, but it's been consistent over time. Another point, I have decided based on my preferences, what was easier to me, what fit better to me. And I have enjoyed the process. I haven't been worried about the results, but more about being healthy. As I mentioned in the previous episode, my mom motivated me to search for choices. But how did it work? The truth is, it was unexpected. Different circumstances show me I needed to do something for myself. And hear this. When I was at the college, my eating habits were the worst. I could get up in the morning and eat chocolate and then have lunch about 5, 4 p.m. pizzas or burgers. Junk food. Of course, not surprisingly, I got gastritis. It was back in 2008. At that moment, after some tests, I was prescribed a diet. But I gave up just the things that would upset my stomach so badly. Mainly sauces and anything fried. At the beginning, the flavor of burgers with no sauce wasn't good. But after a while, I got used to it. Nowadays, burgers and hot dogs without sauces are perfect to me. The trick 
there is that the meat or chicken has to be tasty and juicy. And the hot dog meets salad. Yeah, sounds crazy, but it's true. In the meantime, I also improved the consumption of vegetables and fruits in good portions, but I was trying one by one. Then, at some point, I gave up processed flowers and sugar. I would say that was in 2014, when I was about to get the diploma. After three months, I didn't tolerate desserts. I found them too sugary. But I started having sugar again, little by little, and I recovered the taste for it. To be honest, the sugar to me seems like a, an addiction. After I try again, I fall for it. Processed sugar has been the most difficult thing for me to be give up. Well, actually, have been, I have to say, desserts. Because I have some progress on this. And the progress I made in this sense was I gave up 100% of juices and soft drinks. I have tea without sugar. Having sugar in my teas or in any other drink that I made is not even a temptation. But cakes and desserts are my weakness, my goodness. <laughs> so, the healthy choices of cakes with no sugar are my best friends. And I try to make them every now and then. As you can see, this journey hasn't been perfect either. At some point, I didn't have sugar at all, and I went back to it. I wasn't having bacon at all, either. And one Sunday, after I could say maybe more than a year, I tried it, and I haven't stopped it since then. But what's the negotiation that I have there? I can control myself. I don't have bacon on a daily basis. I have bacon um, when having breakfast in a restaurant and not always. But the truth is, when I see bacon in, a, in, a, in the menu, it's like I'm thinking I want to have it. I want to have it. It's quite difficult for me to resist bacon. But I want to say we don't need to be perfect. We need to be consistent. And consistency to me means the biggest part of the week, weekdays. So knowing yourself better will help you on making the right choices for you. Maybe you don't enjoy sugar that much, or let's say desserts that much. So it's going to be easier for you to give up cakes and desserts. And that's the first thing that you should start with. After being comfortable, maybe, let's say, maybe two months, but the time is going to be also choose by you. When you feel comfortable with that change, you're going to be ready to move on to the next change of habit. 
at this point of time, is key and very important to listen to your body. Nobody knows you better than you. What you like and what you don't. Nobody feels the responses of your body. Only you can say where you are comfortable. With the time, with the taste, with anything. Only you. I strongly recommend you a book from Miguel Alcala titled Don't Do Diet. This book makes me more aware about my body, my feelings. Um, it, it, it really takes us through about how our body talks to us and how we could pay attention. Our body is our best friend, so we need to look after it as anything in our life. It is the only thing we have. Still, when changing habits and trying new food, new routines, before saying I don't like something, try more than once. To make sure you have built the taste for that food. For me to say I love sushi, it took me more than one year. It was something new to my taste. I wasn't used to it. It really took me long. And also we have to say our taste changes when we get older. I used to love American cheese, not anymore. If you think you don't like it, then find out why you don't like it. And this applies for everything, activities, food. Sometimes that reason that dislike has a solution. And at the end, you need to persevere. I used to think I didn't like broccoli. It was too soggy to me. And I didn't know how to cook it. When I realized that, that it was uh, just a texture, the, 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 the feeling, I learned how to cook it properly with lemon. And it's perfect for me now. So the solution was there. Now, when is the right moment to move forward with the next habit change? When you are comfortable doing the first one that you have started. When it is not anymore a temptation to do it or not to do it. You are comfortable saying, I don't want that. I don't do that. Or you'll do it easier. When you you are comfortable at that moment, that's the right moment when you can say, I can incorporate another habit change. We need to consider that breaking a habit is a process and building a habit is another process. Both need special attention. For instance, breaking habit. Stop eating sweets with coffee. Having four coffees a day. Stop going to sleep at 12 a.m. Stop eating what everybody offers you. Giving up smoking. Giving up drinking juices. and Eating while doing something else. Everything that we are stopping or giving up 
it means that we are breaking a habit. Then we have building a habit. For instance, we'll be drinking two liters of water a day, doing exercises, eating six times a day, having healthy snacks, checking nutritional information on the packaging of the food that we are getting, eating slowly, chewing properly, enjoying the food, taking the time to think and pay attention to the flavors of the food that we are having. I mentioned in the previous episode, changing all habits together will work for a month, two or three, if we are lucky. But it's going to be exhausting. Instead, changing one by one as much too that are totally related. And that's exactly what I did. You could pick not having many juices and drinking more water. Even though not having many juices a day will represent breaking a habit while drinking two liters of water is building a habit, that's totally related. That's going to be easier for you to maintain over time and you need to focus just on what you are drinking. So, in that case, you could break and build those two habits together. To wrap up today, changing eating habits in this way might be a long journey, but the results are more consistent over time. Being conscious about our plan and actions will help us in observing success on a daily basis. How you can do it? Listening to your body, knowing yourself what you like the most, what you don't, choosing and getting comfortable taking steps from what is easier for you. Those that are really tough, leave it at last. Negotiate with yourself how you can take it in the best ways for you. Start focusing on changing only one or two habits that are 100% related. Once you are comfortable with that habit, it's time for you to go to the next change. Look, sometimes we might think something is too small or it's not worth it, but the only thing we need is patience. And let's analyze this. Eating slowly and paying attention to the flavors of the food are two habits, but they are 100% related. And I would say it's a great start. It'll give time to the brain to feel full, to to realize and, and process that you are full already. And in that way, you wouldn't be overeating. It will help you to reduce the quantity of of food consumed. It will help you to reduce and lower stress levels. It will help you to be present. Have a break while eating and enjoying the meal for real. 
A lot of times we underestimate one small action that could represent a significant impact on different aspects of our lives. So I hope this is being helpful and remember to celebrate every time you accomplish a goal. And it's okay if you couldn't do it today. Tomorrow you will resume. So have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.